Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Welcome to Evening Words. I'm your host, Dr. James Peterson. Uh, we have the honor of speaking with Corrine Jean-Pierre, the White House Press Secretary, about some important news around Roe v. Wade. Uh, Corrine, welcome to Evening Words. Hello, Dr. Peterson. Thank you so much for having me on Evening News. I really, it's truly an honor. And uh, we're about to have a very important conversation. So thank you. Thank you for the time. So it's it's the 51st anniversary of, of Roe v. Wade. And there, there's a lot I would like to explore with you around this. Um, I saw the ad coming out of the White House about the the the, the woman from, from te- the OBGYN from Texas, which is a yeah. lot of irony around that. But, but Kareem, before we kind of dive into that, as, as the administration is starting to see some of the horror stories come out after the dissolution of, of, of Roe v. Wade, you know, I, I, I wonder how do we or what is your strategy, I should say, yeah. um, for for galvanizing the community out there around around what's happening? I mean, it's it's pretty devastating. Some of the stories we're hearing um, 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 uh, in, in the current moment. So, Dr. Peterson, you couldn't be more right on point. Uh, After the overturning of Roe that we saw, as you just stated, would have been the 51st anniversary of Roe if it was still a constitutional law. It is no longer a constitutional law because of a decision that the Supreme Court made. It is uh, devastating, absolutely devastating, the impacts of attacks on women's freedom that we have seen over this past period of time. I mean, just to go through go through the data just a little bit because I think it's important for your listeners to, to hear how devastating it has been. Think about 21 states that have abortion bans in effect, right? You think about 27 million women of reproductive age now live in states with abortion bans. If you think about how nearly one in three women uh, would need to be able to travel and hour, an hour both ways to seek abortion care. 380 sta- There are 380 legislative um uh, like legislative bills out there just last year. That was just last year. And congressional Republicans right here in D.C. introduced three national bans. And then just to break it down a little bit on our community, black and indigenous women are already two to three times more likely to die from pregnancy related causes than white women. 6.5 million Latinas, that's 42 percent of all Latinas ages 15 to 49, live in 26 states that have banned or are likely to ban abortion. So this is devastating. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you're seeing today from this administration, the president uh, is continuing to announce um, ways that we can make contraception more available, easily available. How are we going to protect these women that have to travel to another state just to make sure that they get the health care that they need? So the the administration has been acting. You're going to see the vice president. She was in Wisconsin today kicking off a tour on this very issue and so we have been very very loud about this we've been very clear about this we are standing dr peterson with majority of americans who want to see their rights protected that's the thing you think about elected officials republican elected officials they're not standing on the side of majority of americans right now they truly are not so, so Kareem, this is, I think, was frustrating for for a lot of our listeners. I mean, one, as you give us some of the data, you know, m- just but based upon maternal mortality rates alone, yes. the yes. stakes are a little bit higher in communities of color, right? Just based on that data point alone. Yeah. And then, you know, our listeners at WRD, they know 
where folks stand on it, but it's hard to understand how we have a Supreme Court that could do this. You have Republican legislatures that are still pressing the issue even further. You got Republican presidential candidates who are committed to a federal ban. Help us wrestle with the disconnect between popular, popular sort of uh, uh, desires and 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 electoral politics. Yeah. So I got to be really careful because I'm in a federal employee, so I can't speak to upcoming elections like we're in right now with 2024. But here I'll say this. President Trump said during his presidency that he was going to get this done, overturn Roe. And what he was able to do was put three justices on the bench who were conservative. And guess what? It happened. It happened. He said this is what he was going to do. And it happened. And so that is something to think about. I'm not going to go beyond that because <laughs> I got to be super mindful. Here. But that is what happened. Mm-hmm. And so we one thing I can I can say as well is because this happened in the past in 2022, there were midterm elections. Majority of Americans spoke loud and clear and said, we want our rights protected. And right. we saw how much that moved voters, how much that moved Americans in 2022 and also in 2023. So I can speak to that. Yeah. And so. And wait, Kareem, I, can you speak a little bit more to that? Because yeah. I, obviously our listeners too also interested in like, what are some strategies? What are some solutions? Yeah. Is, is, is one strategy here for folks to take that path of the ballot initiatives? Because it seems like most of the ballot initiatives across many of the states, some of them battleground states, and I know you don't want to err into the political yeah. side of this, but just in terms of what the people want, yeah. we've seen some success with ballot initiatives yeah. designed to protect in red the states. Dr. Peterson, yeah. in red states, yeah. in red states, we saw these battle initiatives hold up to what majority of Americans want, which is protecting their rights. We saw that. Kansas was one of them. Mm -hmm. And we saw that. We saw Americans speak very loud and clear in red states, not just blue states, but in red states. So I think that's really important right now. So one of the things that the president and the vice president have been very clear about is what we want to see is that we want to see Congress act and make sure that Roe is is a gets a legislative approach here and becomes a law of the land. That is how we're going to actually deal with this issue on a, in a legislative way in Congress and Congress. We got to call on Congress, right? We got to folks have to call on their legislators, congressional members and be very clear about that. That is one way to go about this. And they listen. They actually do listen. If you call up and you say, hey, this is what I, I want my congressional member to focus on, they will listen. But you have to be active in making those calls and reaching out and being clear on where you stand on this issue. So that's really important. The president, I want folks to know that this president, President Biden, Vice President Harris, are going to stand with majority of Americans on this issue. This should never happen in America. We should not have uh, hearing horroring stories of any woman who is experiencing a miscarriage or turned away from emergency rooms than nearly dying nearly dying, right? That should not be happening. That should not be happening in America. And so we have to uh, we have to understand the reality here. The overturning of Roe v. Wade has led to chaos, has led to confusion. We're seeing that play out across the country. You heard me mention 21 states that has that has uh, some sort of restrictive ban on abortion. You heard me mention the 27 million women that are affected by this. You heard me break it down as it relates to our communities, whether it's brown or black communities, Latinos and, and the African-American communities. It is affecting our communities the most, sadly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is affecting our community the most. So I, I, I kind of want to 
a step away from the horror stories. And again, these are some horrific stories of uh, folks. And I wonder if, if you can help us think together as a community about how women see this as a right. I think there's a role for men to have here in terms of understanding this right. But I'm talking about this as a, as a reproductive right for women. Because sometimes the salacious doesn't capture everyone, right? They feel like, oh, this happened to this OBGYN in Texas. It can't yeah. happen to me here. Or this yeah. law has changed in Alabama, but it can't happen to me here. But I think when you talk to women, and as a journalist, I'm talking to a lot of women around this issue, this is a really important issue. It's to a, it, just the quotidian nature of like every day of just having the rights over my own body, not even in the most extreme cases. How do yeah. we how do we work to, to or how does do you work to drive that message uh, to, to the folks, the broad swath? Yeah. So here's the thing. The health and lives of women are, are, are on the line, as I've been stating for the last couple of minutes. They are not going to just stop at abortion. Mm. It is just the tip of the iceberg. That's what people need to understand. It is the tip of the iceberg when we're talking about taking people's freedoms away. The tip of the iceberg. So people have to understand this is just the beginning of what they want to do, what the other side, you know, you know, wants to do. Um, and the other part of this, too, it's like, yes, we're seeing this in 21 states and others. And I mentioned how there are three, 380 uh, legislation that was introduced just last year on restricting abortion. Right. They want to make this a national situation. Congressional Republicans have been very clear. They've introduced three, three national bans, three mm. national bans. And wow. so this is what we have to understand, that if we if we're not paying attention, three national bans are out there in, in Congress introduced by Republicans. And then let's not forget as well. This is the tip of the iceberg. Uh, they will come for other freedoms. They will not stop. I see. I think I think that's important to say. And again, Mr. Jean-Pierre, I don't want to pull you into any direction. You don't want to be on the political side of this. But because we know from polls and from the data that this is not popular politically, a lot of our listeners are going to ask, how is it advantageous to to certain political elected officials to to push this to you know to to push this agenda yeah. in this way it doesn't it doesn't add up for for, yeah. for some folks it doesn't add up that's not where majority of Americans are but this is where we are in the reality right it is Roe was overturned it is not what majority of Americans wanted now we're seeing women's lives at risk literally women's lives are at risk in these states that I just mentioned mm -hmm. there is a national bans that have been introduced uh, by congressional leaders Republican leaders. Uh, uh, you know, across the country. Yeah. They've been very clear that this is just the tip of the iceberg. We mm. need to be very, be very much paying attention to what's happening here. And we have to speak up and we have to, to really call on Congress to do more, to mm -hmm. do more, to make Roe the law of the land. And that's what the president, this, this president is doing. That's what the vice president is doing today in Wisconsin. The president uh, is meeting right now as I'm talking to you with his task force on this issue on reproductive rights. This is the fourth time that he's meeting with them to talk about what else can we do on a federal level to protect women and to protect also, as we mentioned, OBGYN, right, folks who are who are offering assistance right. to these women as well, protect them so that they can do their job and save these women's lives and actually give them the health care that they deserve. These are deeply, let me take a step back for a second. These are deeply personal decisions. Correct. These are deeply personal decisions that a woman is making 
on her on her on her behalf, on her body. These are not easy decisions that they're making. And we should be in a place where they're allowed freely to make these difficult decisions mm-hmm. without a politician stepping in and making that decision for them. Mm-hmm. We're talking about there are freedoms, our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're talking about here. We got to be really, really clear. And what we're seeing right now, whether, you know, because you have a miscarriage and you're turned away by the emergency room, you can practically dying from a sepsis or blood loss. That should not be happening here in America. It should not be happening in America. And in our communities, right, this is something that sadly we see Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in, in a starking way. I, I know I'm gonna have to let you get out of here on, on, on this one, but I do appreciate, I do appreciate the time. This is really a vital issue for our listeners and for, for the community locally and, and, and nationally. Kareen, could you have imagined, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago that the Supreme Court would ever be in a position to overturn Roe v. Wade? I mean, as we're looking at this now, what would have been the 51st anniversary? I'm curious because here, and here's the reason why I asked that question yeah, yeah. because I think you're right. This is about freedom. And in that sense, it's linked to judicial uh, sort of law versus legislative long-term solutions. So there are other things in that orbit that I think um, um, our, our listeners and your constituencies care about. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, because what are the other things that we couldn't imagine, right? Going yeah, that might right. go away, I think is the, is, right. is the question here. And Dr. Peterson, that's why I keep saying it's just the tip of the iceberg. If we're not paying attention, this is the tip of the iceberg. They said that they're going to come for other freedoms, right? Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court, uh, you know, Thomas was very clear. There are other things that they are looking at to come after, right? Other freedoms that we all have that they want to take away. So we have to be super, super mindful of this. Look, I was asked earlier, I did an interview earlier this morning, and I was asked, how did I feel? What was my reaction when the announcement was made? Yeah. And it was devastating. As a woman, as a parent, I have a little girl, you know, as as just an American, mm-hmm. it is devastating. Mm-hmm. It is heartbreaking mm-hmm. to hear that something that was the law of the land for nearly 50 years at the time when they announced it mm-hmm. is no longer, is no longer. It is <laughs> devastating. And the stories, and we talked about this already, the horroring stories that we're hearing That's right. about what women are going through. As a parent, as a parent to a, a little girl, that is devastating. Yeah. That scares me. And yeah. it should scare all of us. Again, the tip of the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg. Karine mm, mm, mm. Jean-Pierre, thank you so much for, 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 for joining us. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 